0: Hey everybody! We got a special podcast today. We got a review of the movie Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. This is the latest Marvel entry. The actor who played the lead was great. He had—he reminded you a little bit of a young Jackie Chan. He had that timing. Um, He could act. He had the charisma. Um, Aquafina was was wonderful I'm not really familiar with this actress I believe her her given name is Nora Lum and but she was wonderful I mean she helped hold the movie together with little comedic moments as a supporting role and truthfully she was everybody knows that she secretly had a crush on Chang-Chi plain as day well the story centers around Chang-Chi who's going by Sean in San Francisco. He is a valet. So, okay, what's going on there? Well, truthfully, what happened was he ran away. His his mother was murdered, and his father trained him to be an assassin. His father is uh, like a gangster, warlord type of guy who's uh, about a 1,000 years old he possesses the ten rings which gives him longevity he's been around for a long long time and he trains his son and his daughter watches the boys train so she learns the same things they weren't allowed to train together his mother is uh, well it was murdered in a fight by some men who had been wronged by his father and she dies So, that's what happens there and sets up the picture. I mean, there's a lot of great jokes and comedic moments. Ben Kingsley comes in, and if you remember him from the Iron Man movie, once he broke his Mandarin character, he was an utter idiot, which was hysterical. He had this flying, I don't know what it was, pig eagle thing with no head that came from his mother's, Shang-Chi's mother's, village. The spoiler is that the the mother came from another dimension where they had dragons and giant lions and all kinds of things and their village was guarding a gate to a dark dimension and the whole premise is that the father who basically had reformed his life through the love of his wife by what he thinks is his deceased wife who's being held behind this gate. So, I know that seems a little convoluted. I probably messed it up a little bit, but it it's great. I mean, there's some great fight scenes. But my, one of my great complaints is the, the character I had to look up afterwards uh, was a character called Razor Fist, who, the guy who's got, well, he's missing part of an arm, and it, there's a sword that shoots out. I've been very marveled. 21st century style so I had no idea who this was there was no character development but at least they could have said his name so you knew who he was if you weren't a fan of the property. It, I mean it was a lot of it was a lot of fun there was a lot of great jokes There was, of course the giant battle between monsters and Shang-Chi. What you don't realize is through most of the f- film he does not have the Ten Rings the 10 rings are his father's but at one point somehow they just man- magically come to him his father realizes that he's made a mistake when his soul is getting sucked out of him by the bad guy monster so it was a, it was a lot of fun but when it came down to it the end credits scene was was a disappointment it truly was it had Brie Larson in it. You know, everybody loves Brie. No, not really. But it, it was just like, who's who's that? Oh, God, her. Then they had, uh, you know, Mark Ruffalo as, as Bruce Banner. And he he was nothing spectacular. It was kind of a letdown scene. But, I mean, what held it together was the other three actors. Benedict Wong. Simzu uh, and Aquafina. They, they held that the scene together. while well, the others kind of just felt felt like they were a post note in the scene. They were just stuck there. It just did nothing for me. Of course, there was the in in scene where the scene that the sister his sister is taking over his father's criminal em- empire, supposed to be shutting down. But overall, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. I'd say it's a B-. So, if you need something to watch this weekend, I would recommend Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Town. hi everybody I'm back with two trailer reactions the first is spider-man no way home this is a continuation of what I'm calling the spider-man goes to high school series in this film spider-man has been unmasked and everybody knows it's Peter Parker and that is ruining his life he's blamed for the death of Mysterio who was killed by his drones and he would like for everybody to forget that he is Spider-Man so he goes to Doctor Strange to have a spell cast that everyone forgets but Peter doesn't want everybody to forget. He wants to have still certain people know that he's Spider-Man. Well I guess it messes up the spell and the multiverse starts breaking down and we see people from his past such as Dr. Octopus and maybe Electro, coming back. So hopefully there will be another trailer and we'll get to see a little more before its released. I think it's supposed to come out around Christmas time. The second trailer is for the new Bond movie and well I really don't have high hopes for this movie because it, it was a lot of action 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 and no allusion as to what the plot is. We do know that wo 7 has been replaced by Lashana Lynch. kind of get the feeling that he, he's going to be talked down to because Phoebe Waller-Bridge has, was brought in to punch up the script. And while anything I think she touches, and it's not that great in my opinion, I hated her character in the uh, Solo movie. I despised it. I, I thought the movie got better when her character was killed off. So... I don't have high hopes for the the latest Bond movie I think Bond as a series is dead they've killed it this thing has been dragged out for way too long if there's any form of bond that's serviceable after this movie I think we will be very very lucky so it's kind of mixed feelings um, One's a kind of a thumbed down, the other one's come mildly thumbs up. So hopefully we'll see some better trailer reactions coming up. We do know that Dune is going to be coming out around Thanksgiving. Hopefully we'll see another trailer or two uh, hit the web then. But until then, we'll see you soon. Runner been is one of my favorite movies. It's a very um, deep and complicated story written by a very troubled man, PK uh, Dick. It was based on a book called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Not well received at the box office, but it became a hit on cable. In the early 90s, a uh, director's cut was released, and hoping to satisfy some questions about the movie and whether or not. The protagonist was a replicant or not. However, recently I noticed that there is a anime series coming out based on Blade Runner. Uh, it's called Blade Runner Black Lotus, and well, it's disappointing. It's very disappointing. It's uh, it looks like it, if you could produce CGI graphics with a PlayStation One and a fuzzy old television set, that's what it would look like. Also. It appears the people who wrote it have no idea what the story was about, other than uh, replicants and detectives. They kind of miss that whole human element that was a running thread through P.K. Dick's work. It's just, I I can't believe it. It's so bad. I know I'm not alone in thinking this way. It's uh, going to, hopefully it'll be a limited series because it, it just... It appears that the people who made it have no idea what the property was about. Well, that's my trailer reaction for Blade Runner Black Lotus. The Fanatic Network podcast is written and directed by me, Greg the Fanatic, executive producer, Jen the Original Red Queen. Theme music is provided by Transistor FM. You can visit us on Instagram at Fanatic Network, Facebook as well. Our webpage is lonestar sci fi.com. And if you like to yell at me via email, you can do so by sending me a message at fanatic at lonestarsci-fi Fanatic Network.